0: Welcome back to The Last Journey Podcast. Today, I'm gonna be talking about a nerdy, geeky subject, something that I've been working on all year, and that is how to recession-proof my business. And I'm gonna share with you how you can recession-proof yours. So- I'm just going to say it. I feel like even though it hasn't been announced anywhere, you know, we're not seeing it in the media, but I really, truly feel that the recession is here. I feel like it's present. I feel like we're going through it, especially in our industry where we're used to certain employees being booked out. We're used to being booked out ourselves. Right. But I have been noticing a lot of my clients, um, you know, especially in some of those like more skin based spas and, and, those with more um, clientele, with like the waxing and facials, I feel like their books have been extremely low, and I've even been seeing it in mine, where um, even some of my most booked out people are suddenly having gaps. And we're all trying to figure out like what is the cause of this and what is happening. And I feel like this is something that's been honestly going on since December of last year. Really, is when I first noticed it. So I think you know this is where we're seeing everything come to a peak, come to a head, and we almost have to act like reactively now. Whereas if you can kind of get a little bit in front of it and, um, you know, and I have been since I did notice that back in December, but if you could just get even start today, get a little bit in front of it now, that way, if we do see any other dips in business, you are going to be prepared and you're going to know exactly what you need to do to be able to make sure that your business remains strong and comes out of it scotch free. So let's talk about um, last holiday in general. So normally December, our books are wild. Like we are over 90% booked. My girls are super stressed out, super busy. This past year was really weird. And I was not expecting that at all, to be honest, because I've never seen in my nine years of um, over nine years of business, I've just never seen business drop off like that. And it's not that we were doing any less, like we weren't doing bad by any means, but we weren't doing our normal jump and increase in uh, revenue in December. So when it got to January and February and, you know, traditionally speaking in our esthetician businesses, we are a little bit slower in the months of January and February. This is all over the industry, not even just esthetician, but obviously hairstylist too. We just get a little bit slower. People take breaks from their lashes. They they just are tired from all of the holidays and all of the hustle and bustle and they just wanna chill for a little bit. Um, I used that time to start planning ahead for what we were going to be focused on in the year to make sure that we were elevating our perceived value. That was like the big goal for the year for me was to increase our perceived value with our clientele and within our community um, and amongst our peers in the industry too. So um I think that the first thing that I focused on was kind of knowing that in order to be a business that was going to make it through something like a recession, we needed to position ourselves kind of apart from everyone else. Like why, when there are so many other lash places to go to in the world right now, why are people coming to you? And a lot of time, there are a couple of answers for that. They feel like you are offering something that other people aren't offering. They feel a personal connection with you. You might not be the best lash artist in the world, but they They feel um, completely bought into you and your vision and they just want to support you. Um, And then the other reason is just that they, they happen to value the services that you're offering maybe more so than some other things. So maybe, you know, they going to give up their monthly massages, but they're not going to give up their lashes. They're not going to give up their facials. And a lot of that is just comes down to the individual person and what they value, right? So my biggest goal this year was trying to figure out how I can appeal to all of these different kinds of people, how I can truly set ourselves apart and how I can increase our client service and experience um, elevated so that the clients really felt bought in that no matter what, we didn't have to stress about finding all of these new clients, but we could really put the focus and effort into building the relationships with the clientele that we've already captured and making sure that we retain them. So, going back to that, like kind of like hierarchy of client needs, you have, let's just say like me, for example, right? When everything is going great, I'm, I love getting, you know, monthly massages. I love getting weekly blowouts. I love getting my nails done every two weeks, my lashes. Like I'm totally one of those girly girls that just likes to keep up with everything like that. Well, if I am the type of person that is now faced with having to watch what I'm spending on and I'm having to budget and I'm going to have to, you know, make sure that I'm getting through these months myself. I'm going to put every single thing that I do, everything that I budget for, I'm going to put it um, in a different like hierarchy of my needs or my wants, right? So massages, they're probably going to be the first thing to go. They're a little bit extra. Maybe I'm not going to get blowouts weekly anymore. Maybe I'm going to get them every once in a blue moon. So our clients are doing that with our services too. So you look at things like your, um, your relaxation facials, your floofy facials, unfortunately, those are probably going to be one of the things that go first. Then you might have your waxing. You might have um, maybe eyebrows. I don't know. I feel like eyebrows is kind of one of those things. Either people are really obsessed with them or they you know could care less. Um, but at the end of the day, I think a lot of the reasons our businesses are still at least coasting or it's still seeing some kind of increases because we specialize and we focus in lashes. And that is usually one of the most like rewarding instant gratification kind of services that we offer for our clients now. So it's a lot less likely that they're just going to give it up. Um, and you're probably going to have to struggle it, <laughs> but take the struggle out of them in order for them to, um, really truly do wait, do a part. Oh my God. And you're really going to have to convince them that they don't need lashes for them to even take a break. So That's a really big positive that we have to focus on. But when it comes to these other services, the other services that are keeping you well-rounded, when those start to fall off, that's what you need to kind of focus on now. And I'm gonna show you some different ways to get creative with that. But the first thing I want you to do is just think about what those services are for you. What are you seeing less of? What are you seeing your regular clients come in less for? And then I want you to kind of uh, develop a plan around trying to get people bought back into those services. Okay, so the first thing that we're gonna do to try to combat and Make sure that our businesses are recession proof. Is we are going to focus on the four main ways to increase your business revenue. And that is going to be repeat services, um, an increase in your average sales, your, your, getting more clients, that's obviously going to bring in more revenue, right? And then the fourth way that you can focus on increasing revenue in your business is going to be to raise your prices, but this isn't going to be what you think it is. So make sure you stay to the end to listen to my advice on this right now. Um, So let's get into the first. So repeat services. So in order to increase your revenue, the more clients you have coming in and making a purchase, obviously that is going to increase your revenue. Here is where I had to get really creative this year because we have all of these openings and all of these gaps starting to form on our schedule. So I planned ahead of time to focus on these services that clients are kind of falling off on. So the facials, the waxing. Um, Waxing, I feel like You know, we're lucky because once people start waxing, they typically don't stop unless it's really a budget issue, but they might push their wax out from like six weeks to eight weeks, maybe even more. Maybe they're only getting it done once in a blue moon. So we have to kind of figure out a way to get those people continuing to come back more frequently by setting up that recurring revenue. I started planning earlier in this year to bring on memberships into my business. I had never had them before, especially with lashes. I've always just been kind of iffy with those because I feel, you know, once you make the investment in getting a set of lashes, typically you see those clients continue to come in because they're bought into the service, right? It's not hard to convince somebody to keep getting lashes done because they make such a huge difference. But when it comes to, um facials like if a client is just coming in for you know regular maintenance or something like that those are the things that are probably going to get pushed off quarterly or every once in a blue moon for a birthday those kind of things so i wanted to focus on bringing in recurring revenue by creating really high value membership packages to make sure that we could ensure that those spots were going to be filled up in that month. So we just launched them this past October. Like I said, we did facial. I had two different tiers of the facial memberships. And in those facial memberships in the first tier, it was um, that we did, they could pick two different modalities. So kind of like a build your own facial type thing. It was like a basic relaxation facial, but they get to pick two of these brand new sparkly modalities that we have. And we have this whole little a la carte menu where we explain to them like, okay, here's, you know, cryoglobes. They're great for toning and they're great for, you know, they feel great, whatever else that might be. So high frequency, this is going to help with, um, anti-aging and acne. And then we break down, um, all of those different modalities, gua sha, lymphatic drainage. We have these really cool little lymphatic brushes, but having the client pick and choose what's important to them in their facial and getting to switch it up, it makes the experience fun for them. It makes it an experience. So that's what I was trying to do and create with that. Not only do they get this really cool experience of a facial that nobody else gets, but they're going to get monthly membership discounts. They're going to get um, first to know about like certain launches that we're doing. They're going to be able to get 10% off of retail. They're gonna be able to get 10% off of gift cards and all of these other things that we built into this high value membership. We have the um, the first tier and then the second tier was they got to pick between an oxygen LED facial, which is a little bit more of an expensive treatment, or they get to pick um, the customizable facial where they get to pick three modalities instead of the two on top of that, they get the extra little discounts associated with that too. For waxing memberships, my idea behind that was we, um, we do have two tiers of that as well, because they have two different levels of of waxers, but they get a discount on their monthly service, but it helps them to be able to come back in for that repeat service. They have to come in within four weeks in order to get that done in order to qualify or to get their credit for the membership. Because, um, you know, people might wait for that six to eight weeks. And we didn't want that to happen. So now this is ensuring that they're coming in for the month of October. When we did this launch, we made sure that we had it at a lower introductory rate. We did it for a six month period. So everybody that we had fill out a contract, it's a six month renewing contract period. They know when they sign that they have to cancel it before the six months or else it's just going to auto renew. But the cool perk is if they choose not to cancel it, they get locked into this grandfathered pricing until they decide to cancel one day. So, um, you know, we purposely made these like introductory things really cool for them. We did 25 kits, like we did skincare kits with like cute little, you know, the wristbands and the the fuzzy headbands that you put on. Um, we included that with some really great trial sizes of Skin Better Science skincare, which is, um, high value skincare. And, um, yeah, we just like really beefed it up and made it cool for them. And guess what? We booked almost 50 memberships. So 50 memberships in the month of October with the, that intro pricing, we're still going to be continuing to bring on revenue, but that's 50 extra appointments that we can now count on this month. And for the next six months that we wouldn't have had before. So I, um, I think that that is one really great way that you can get creative with things. You might think about doing a a Lash membership. Think about, you know, maybe not discounting your services too much when it comes to that, but what else could you offer them? Do you offer anything else with add-ons? Like, can you be creative with your bundles and how you're bundling things together? You know, somebody might only be coming in for one service. But if you're bundling it with something else, now all of a sudden they're thinking about that too, just because you brought it up to them. Um, We also focused on bundling things creatively in a sense of like where we could take brow lamination and lash lift, which are two services that we book out an hour for individually. So if somebody was trying to book both services um, beforehand, it would automatically book out two hours on their book. They would pay 135 for each. So... We ended up creatively making a bundle where we, you know, thought of this cute little catchy name, the It Girl Duo. We're doing the brow laminations and lash lifts together now in 75 minutes, giving them a little bit of a discount on that bundle. But now we're making even more revenue per hour because we're able to do those two services together. The client thinks they're getting a deal. It's a win win all around. So, um, yeah, that's how we kind of focused on making sure that we could still continue to get those repeat services. We're still getting our lash clients in. I've heard um, one of my um, one of my friends who owns a salon down in Florida came up with a really great idea for Black Friday for repeat services: sell a, a fill bundle where if they buy a certain number of fills, they get a little bit of a percentage off to carry them, um, you know, from Black Friday um, throughout to make sure that they're continuing their lashes after the holidays. So that's something you could get creative with too. All right. Number two. So increasing your average sale. So with this, what I want you to focus on again, I want to touch on the fact that it is a lot harder to bring in new clients into your business um, than it is to really water and, and just grow the relationships that you already have with your clients now. Let's just say you do have a client who is just consistently coming to you for lashes. And now all of a sudden you want to try to offer different things that they might be interested in. Every single client that walks through your doors, they use skincare at home for the most part. 99.9% of those people use some kind of skincare at home. If you are the one to be able to offer them retail, boom, You've just increased your sale. You're going to increase your revenue. You're going to increase your profits over time as well. You can do this with service add-ons too. So making sure that you're kind of looking at your book ahead of time and saying, what kind of value can I add to these clients' current appointments now that can help me on the back end later too? And it might not be something that you can add on right now because maybe you're booked back to back and you don't have the time, but what could you talk them into booking Um, next time where you can pre-plan the time out for them and now they can get a brow lamination and their lashes done at the same time. And boom, you've now increased your average sale with that client over time, over clients, that's really gonna make the biggest impact in your business. Um, Third, we want to focus on more clients. So I know that's hard in a recession, right? Like how can we continually get new clients in when maybe we're thinking that nobody's gonna wanna buy? I'm going to encourage you to get creative with this as well. So I've been really putting a focus in, in the last year alone in really reaching out to my community. So creating, you know, community giveaways where we're partnering and allying with other businesses that have a like-minded demographic, but maybe we don't have the same type of customer. Maybe we, or same type of customer, we don't offer the same types of services. So You know, in my aesthetics business, I'm partnering with hair salons. I'm partnering with med spas who are doing injections that I'm not doing. I'm partnering with the local trendy coffee shop. I'm partnering with the trendy fitness boutique. I'm doing those things and aligning myself with other women-based businesses. And I'm even holding little vendor opportunities where, you know, for our client appreciation day, we had other vendors of other people in the area come in and get to showcase themselves for our clients. And I'm noticing that the other businesses around are doing that too. And the more that we grow and the more that we kind of stand together in this, that our clients are all now getting to experience the others, I think that's gonna make for a really beautiful thing, especially coming out of the recession. It's like the idea now is not necessarily to do make all of these you know, crazy changes with um, pricing and hiring and doing all of that. It's like, how can we remain like, the same with a little increase. Like if we're remaining the same, like within the next months or the next year, like I'm, you know, I'm not going to be happy personally because I always like growth, but I'm still going to count that as a win when you're going to see all of these other businesses around you, unfortunately tank. And you're going to see a lot of people go out of business over the next year or so. And that's a really scary reality. But my goal is to not let you let that happen to your business too. So as much info and as much value I can try to share with you on that, I'm going to do it. All right. So more clients get creative, Um, stay consistent with your marketing. Even if nobody is engaging, stay consistent, making sure that you're, you're posting, making sure that you're not just posting pictures of your work, but how it can change and how it's going to benefit the client. What's in it for them? How is that getting that service done going to make them feel seeing, um, you know, other clients give testimonials, and I'm not talking about just a little post of like, "Oh, this client gave me a great review." Like, no, have that client talk, or maybe even get on your stories, or get on your um, get on your page and create a reel telling your other clients or your audience about uh, an experience that you had with a certain client and how you took their problem and how you walked them through it and how they felt at the end. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be your client talking, but if you are sharing an anecdote, a personal anecdote and something that you went through and something that you helped someone do, it's going to speak volumes for your business too. So just getting creative in that way, But um, most importantly, even staying consistent, even if nobody's booking you, the people who remain consistent now are going to be the ones who make it through to the end. And lastly, raising prices. So in all other like years, I would tell you, you know, sometime between October and January 1st, raise your prices. You always want to try to at least give yourself a little bit of a price increase to cover the current rate of inflation, right? Whether that be 5% 5% typically, maybe I think last year it was about 7%. So you want to give yourself a little bit of cushion, but then when it comes to raising your prices, like how to know when to raise your prices and do we raise prices in a recession? I have to tell you that right now, even though I'm a big advocate of like always continuing to raise a little bit, I feel a little apprehensive right now because I have seen the utilization of like the the productivity of my studio go down. And I, I think that normally we're you know at about like, gearing up towards like that 80% rate, we're always pretty in demand and we're always kind of looking to hire. Whereas like now I'm really trying to focus on making sure that the girls that I have now are growing. But um, our actual productivity percentage rate, meaning the hours that my girls have open versus the hours that they're actually booked with clients is actually down to probably somewhere between uh, maybe 70% at one of my locations and 75% at another location. So to be completely honest with you, I don't think it is the time to raise our prices now. Not right now, not this time of the year. I want you to know that there's no rule of when you have to raise your prices. I think that maybe January 1st, you do your little... Um, you know, like maybe 5%, 7% increase, depending on like what the inflation rate is. Um, just to make sure that you're not doing less than last year, if that makes sense, but you're going to give yourself like a little bit of a price increase. Um, but don't do anything drastic unless your book is like, you're still consistently over 80% booked. Then you could do a price increase, a pretty dramatic price increase, have a couple clients, fall off. It's going to be okay. And then you can still continue to build because the you know at the end of the day, if you're that booked out anyway, you don't want to get to the point where you're 100% booked out and can't even make changes in your own schedule. So that's the time that I would definitely recommend to do a price increase. But if, if you don't have the demand, I don't think it's the time to do it. I don't think that I'm going to be raising prices on my lashes anytime in the near future. Um, when I did come out with my membership packages, I did increase the Average cost of our facial just to kind of like, you know, we increased at the same time that we kind of brought the membership and introduced the membership pricing into to make it apparent to the client that they were getting an actual value. So, strategic increases for certain services are totally fine. Or if you notice that you are undercharging for a specific service when you break down, you know, the revenue per the number of hours that you're working on that service, that is the time to correct yourself. Um, But when it comes to overall price increasing during a recession, I just want you to like know how you need to be looking at your metrics with that. So definitely look at how many hours do you have open? How many hours are you booked? Are you still really in demand? Do you feel like your wheels are turning at work? And not just because you have all of these other things going on, right? Like, because you could be having like, You know, you're a mom, you have all of this stuff going on. You're trying to juggle X, Y, Z. And yes, you could feel like your wheels are spinning, but like really look at the metrics and the data that your, um, your CRM, your client, management system is telling you, like how booked out are you really? Do your clients, are they really beating down the door for you? And if they are beating down the door for you, then I think it's okay to raise in a recession, but otherwise let's focus on all of the other things that we can do to increase our revenue right now. Let's stay consistent. And that my friends is what is going to help you to recession proof your business. Um, let me know your thoughts on this. I am going to make some posts on this. I would love your feedback. Um, but yeah, I think that it's going to be an interesting year. And I know that because you guys are listening here, you're going to be a-okay for the future. All right. I'll see you next time.